All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. <clears throat> come on in. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Let's get it, let's get it. Give me about one or two people and we are ready to rock and roll. I don't need a whole crowd to do what God called me to do and you don't need them. Come on, somebody. Come on in. Come on in. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, TikTok. Good morning, Instagram. Good morning, StreamYard, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, LinkedIn. Yeah, all of y'all. Good morning. Come on in. Come on in. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you all so much for joining. Come on in. Come on in. Let's go ahead and get this prayer in and let's go straight on to the word this morning. Come on in. Come on in. Thank you all so much for joining. Come on in. Yeah, this is going to be a good topic today. I can tell you that. I can tell you that it's going to be a good topic today. Come on in. Come on in. All right. There we go. Father God, we thank you right now, God. We thank you, God, for today, God. We thank you, God, for last week, God, what you have brought us through. We thank you, God, for allowing us to rise this morning, God. I pray for my wife, my children, God, and my grandchildren, God. I pray for my mom. I pray for all of my siblings, my extended family. I pray for my, my in-laws, Father God. I pray for Fernando Bailey and his family, Father God, and his ministry. I pray right now, Father God, over our businesses, God. I pray right now, Father God, that your will be done ultimately through us, God. And God, we pray right now, Lord, that whatever weapons that is formed will not prosper, God. God, we know, God, that you have the final say-so and the final authority concerning our, concerning our lives, God. And I pray for those who are watching right now, those who will be watching later, God. I pray right now, God, that something is said today that resonates in their spirit, God that would allow them to do even greater works in the kingdom, God. We thank you right now, God. Every stronghold, God, of sickness right now, we release it back into the pits of hell. Every mental disorder, God, we release it back into the pits of hell. All physical ailments, we release them right now, God. Sickness, cancer, high blood pressure, diabetes, God high cholesterol. God, we are doing the natural as you continue to do the supernatural in our bodies, God. We thank you right now, God. And I pray for my friend Davis's family, God, as they eulogized him yesterday, God. We thank you for his legacy and his life, God. And we thank you right now, God, for his wife and his children, God, his grandchildren, God. We pray, God, that you continue, God, to give them comfort, God, in the time of need right now. We pray right now, Father God, that I decrease as you increase speaking through me under the unction of the Holy Spirit. I pray right now, Father God, that everybody's heart and mind is open to receive what thus said the Lord. And I thank you and I'd be so careful to give your name all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise that is due unto you. And let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And it is so in your name that we pray this prayer without a speck of doubt. Amen, amen, and amen. Let me take this clock up out of here because it's going to be ticking and running me crazy. 
one second. Let me just take this clock up out of here. All right, there we go. Now we got it. Yes, amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. Come on in. Amen. Hey, Tap, what's going on? Yes, Lord, you finally caught one this morning. Praise the Lord. All right. I'm going to read this one. I'm going to read from Philippians, the first chapter. And I want you guys to follow along with me. I'm just going to read this here. Uh, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, Philippi together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this here part is the Thanksgiving and prayer part. He says, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart and whether I am in chains or defending or confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how, how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. I want to focus in on, on verse number six. He says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Now, I'm going to go somewhere with that. First of all, my sermon topic today, someone typed this up for me. My sermon topic today is only be used by God, not people. Let me say it again. Only be used by God, not people. Someone please put that in, in the comment, please. Let me say it again. Only be used by God, not people. Because see, here's the thing. A lot of people will utilize you and try to use you in the name of God. This is where your discernment got to kick in. This is when you have to know right from wrong. This is when you have to have that authentic relationship with God. This is the time and this is the season for you to discern everything and everybody that comes your way. Because see, I've been used by people, but what they didn't realize is that you really didn't use me. God used me to show you my authentic self. God used me to continue to move and do what I was doing. 
You did not, and hear me clearly, you did not use me. I was in a position for God to use me to be a blessing to you, but you didn't see that. And that's why God removed me from your life. And sometimes God is going to remove a lot of y'all from a lot of people's lives because that season is up. And as you're going into the new year, which I always go into a new year in October, I start in October, my new year. I don't do New Year's resolution. I don't do any of that. I start walking and, and establishing everything that I need to be doing in 2024. I need to be doing that in October. So October, November, December is time to clean house. It's time for you to check relationships. It's time for you to check yourself. And it's time for you to get in a position where God can really use you and take you to another level. It is that time at this very moment. It is that time at this very moment. Because here's the thing. Everybody can't go, but God is getting ready to take you. God is getting ready to take you to another another season, but yet y'all don't want to hear that. God is trying to take you to another season, but y'all not ready to hear that. See, when God elevates you, he also gets rid of extra weight. He also gets rid of extra weight. He also gets rid of extra weight. And what you can't keep doing is putting the weight back on. I need y'all to hear me seriously. You can't keep putting the weight on that God is trying to get off of you. If God took the weight off of you, leave the weight off of you. Sometimes you are your biggest problem. It ain't everybody else. Sometimes it is you constantly putting other people over God. Sometimes it is you that is the main issue and the main problem. And once you understand, hear me clearly, once you understand that I need to give it over to God, I need to let God be in control. Once you do that, your life will never be the same. It'll be better, but it won't be the same. Your discernment will be better it won't be the same. You will identify an evil spirit before it even hits anywhere around you. You can sense it in the spiritual realm. That's why being spiritual is so important. It is key to connecting with God. He who worships God must worship him in spirit and in truth, not in religion. And spirit and in truth, not in religion. Don't nobody care about your religion. Who cares? Nobody care. Oh, I'm Pentecost. I'm Baptist. I'm don't nobody care. Are you a child of God, of the most high God? Are you representing who he is? Are you loving on people? Are you loving yourself? If you can't love yourself, you can't love anybody else anyway. You don't respect yourself. You cannot respect anybody else. Good morning. You can't respect anybody else. It starts within you. It starts within you. And so Paul says, for I am confident of this. He who began a good work in you will continue to perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 1 and 6. Now, I need y'all to hear me out when I say this. I need y'all to hear me out. When we surrender our lives to God, he will operate in us freely. When we surrender 
our lives to God, he will operate in us freely. It's not a forceful thing. See, God is not going to force you to do something. That's why you say you got to accept him, accept his will. He's not going to make you do nothing. He gives you permission to do what you're going to do. He gives you permission to choose what is good for you. And if what you're doing is good for you and you think that, he lets you do that. But when your discernment kicks in, listen, when your discernment kicks in, that's when you will say, this ain't right. Because you know why? It's the Holy Ghost within you. It's the Holy Ghost within you that allows you to understand when things are just off and those things are not right. You got to know better. You know right from wrong. But you're choosing to do wrong because it feels good to the flesh. But once you bow down and worship God, the almighty God, not a form of God and it's not no religion, but once you bow down and you worship God, bow in your heart and understand the fulfillment of who God has really called you to be. You will never go back to doing what you want to do. You will do everything that he causes you to do because what he does, he takes you to the next level, to the next level. And only God is going to elevate you, not man. See, people think that they can elevate you and they can counsel you and all this here. You can't counsel what you didn't cultivate. You can't counsel what you did not cultivate. You can't counsel what you didn't create. I hope I'm helping somebody right now because you can't cancel what you didn't create. Sit down. Stop acting crazy. Stop acting like you got that much power because you don't. You don't have that much authority over me. You don't have no authority over me. Let me put it like that. See, a lot of people are afraid to say that I'm not. You have no power over me. And I tell all the other pastors as well, we don't have no power over nobody. All we do is we give the word and we help people along the way in this journey. We are not their God. Pastors, if they want to go somewhere and worship somewhere else, let them go worship somewhere else. They don't have to be sitting up in your building all the time. If they don't want to come there Sunday, they don't have to explain absolutely nothing to you. You do not own them. I said what I said. You do not own them. That's why a lot of people don't go to the buildings now. Pastors are always thinking that they own folk. You do not own anybody. I said what I said. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's look at point number one. Point number one, acknowledge God as the source of the purpose in your life. Someone typed it up. Acknowledge God as the source of the purpose in your life. Acknowledge God as the source of the purpose in your life. And I wrote some uh, subtitles under this here, some, some points under this particular point. It is important to recognize that our ultimate purpose in life comes from God. We have to understand that our purpose, we got to recognize that our purpose in life comes from God, period. It comes from God. It doesn't come from anybody else saying that they're going to lay hands on you and declare that you're going to do this, whatever. They can declare, decree, all this stuff. If it is not meant to be, then God is not in it. You will not win it, period. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what nobody says. If God ain't in it, you will never win it, ever. Thank you for writing that show. Appreciate it. Acknowledge God as the source 
of purpose in your life. See, a lot of people don't even acknowledge God. They're so quick to try to jump on the wagon with other people and other things that are going on around them that they don't understand. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They don't understand the power and the authority that you hold. Sometimes you don't even understand it. I'm going to just say it. Sometimes you don't even understand it because people have made you feel like you're this small when you serve a God this tall. Come on, somebody. Come on, work with me, not against me. Come on. We have to stop being so afraid to shine in front of people who wants to dim their light. I can't dim who I am just because you're afraid to be who you're supposed to be. You know, I've had people to tell me, you know, sometimes you can be intimidating. Sometimes you can be kind of loud and sometimes you can be overbearing. I said, I'm not overbearing. My light is shining and you just can't handle that. Just say, just say that your light is dim and be done with it and have several seats. Because I'm not dimming mine for nobody. You know why? I was born to shine and so were you. Let's get this 100 watt going. Let's take the 20 watts away. Let's get this 100 watt starting today. Let's get it. This is first Sunday of the month. First Sunday of December. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's make it happen. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make it happen. We're going to walk into 2024 knowing who we are in 2023. Did you hear what I say? Listen. We're going to walk into 2024 knowing in 2023 who we are. See, you know who you are already. You don't have to wait till my, oh, I'm going to wait. Oh, I'm going to wait until I'm 2024. I'm going in. I'm going to do this. This is my New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do this here. And, then, and you're lying. You're going to have a greasy burger right after the first week in January. Just saying. But anyway, so acknowledge God as the source of the purpose in your life. Point number two. Point number two is so deep and I'm so grateful that I have actually gotten to this point in my life and it feels so good to me. It feels wonderful to me. I'm going to give you point number two. Someone type this up. Point number two is so important. Overcoming the need for approval from others. Overcoming the need for approval from others. Overcoming the need for approval from others. I had to get past that. I didn't want anybody's approval anyway, but I was still trying to be cordial and still trying to be politically correct. Man, I got to a point now, I don't care about what nobody says, about what nobody thinks. You can call me cocky. I'm very confident and I'm going to walk in that authority. You will not make me dim who I am because you are afraid to shine in who you are. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Well, sorry, but not sorry. Not going to happen. Overcoming the need for approval from others, even relatives, husbands, wives, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, cousins, sisters, brothers, in-laws, whoever. You don't need other people's approval to walk in the authority that God has given you. Why do you feel the need to do that? 
I'm just not going to do it. It's a no for me. It's a strong no for me. You know, and don't get me wrong, it's, 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 it's in our common tendencies to want approval from others. That's our flesh. But once you walk in the spirit, your flesh begins to just die down daily. Daily you die down to the flesh and daily you rise up in the spirit. And I promise you, I promise you that when you walk in the spirit of God, you walk in the authority of God. And when you walk in the authority of God, you would no longer look at people, people's opinions as any of concerns of yours. How a person feels about me, about what I'm doing for the kingdom of God has nothing to do with me. And people will try to discredit you. Hear me clearly. People try to discredit you because they tried it with me. They try to discredit, well, you don't do this and you don't have this and you, you need to get this, you need to do this. You need to get somewhere to sit down and not try to come for me if I didn't sit for you. That's what you need to do. I'm reaching who God called me to reach. You can reach who God called you to reach. But you're not going to come for me. I didn't sit for you. You're not going to come for me. That type of foolishness? No, we're not doing that one. This a no for me. Yeah, we're not doing that at all. Yeah. Set down. Quick, fast, and what? In a hurry. We're not doing that. In this season, I am so sick and tired of people trying to come for me about things that I've done in my past because they're afraid to acknowledge who I am in my present. This is what I tell them. If I've done all of that in your life, or if I was that in your life, or this and that, whatever, because I didn't do what you want me to leave me the heck alone and find out that it was always you not doing what you were called to do because you wanted me to do it for you. Leave me the heck alone and find yourself. If you take me out of the equation, I promise you, you still got to deal with you. When I start saying that to people, they start backing up. Because I'm not going to let you sit there and try to act like I'm your problem. If I'm your problem, let me be the solution to it. Let me just step on over here. You go on over there. You ain't never got to speak to me another day in your life. And I promise you, I'll be all right. I promise you I'll be all right. Because what you're not going to do is take me off course with what God called me to do in this season of my life. Not going to happen. Period. Point blank. And I mean that wholeheartedly. So again, overcoming the need for the approval of others is so important in your lives. It is so important. And also is a drawback when you're relying on somebody else's uh, approval of you. It's a drawback because now you can't even do what God called you to do. I'm just saying, y'all got to stop all that as well. And then there's also a greater level of freedom when you have that confidence of knowing who God called you to be. You have that greater level of confidence of knowing what God called you for and how he called you to do it. I ain't trying to do it like everybody else. You know why? My thumbprint, fingerprints are totally different than yours. 
And that means I'm gonna do it the way that God gave me the blueprint to do. And my blueprint and your blueprint looking differently. Point number three, surrendering to God's will is the ultimate prize. Surrendering to God's will is the ultimate prize. See, when we surrender our desires and desires and plans to God, excuse me, what takes place is we begin to have everything that God has for us. We don't have to beg for it. We don't have to do any of those things because he has it for us. And we'll be like Job. I put that down. Job humbly submitted God's plans. <laughs> Even when it seemed unfavorable or challenging to him, he still said, I will worship God in spirit and truth. He still worshiped God in spirit and truth. He didn't give up. Even when people around him telling him to throw in the towel, people all people still today will be around you trying to get you to give up your hopes and dreams because it's not happening as fast as you would like or as fast as they would like. Get to get rid of those different type of people. Quick, fast, and hurry. Point number four, seeking God's guidance over yours or others. Seeking God's guidance over yours or others. Someone typed it up. Seeking God's guidance over yours or others. How do you seek his, his guidance? Studying his word, seeking wise counsel. Uh, those are going to be the key elements. Wise counsel. I ain't said nothing about no foolish counseling. I said wise. You know, people walking wisdom, don't walk in no foolishness. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know, seeking guidance, seeking God's guidance over yours or others. Other people want to guide you to do stupid stuff that they're wanting you to do. You don't have time for that. You really don't, like for real. You really, really don't. You really don't. Point number five. Cultivate a personal relationship with God regularly. Cultivate a personal relationship with God regularly. In other words, stop just running up to these churches on Sundays and running online on Sundays, and then you don't have no personal relationship through the week with God. Just saying. Someone type that up for me. God bless you too, Brianna. Just saying, come on, let's, let's do it. Cultivate a personal relationship with God on a regular basis, basically, you know, like regularly, every day, get up. As soon as you get up, as soon as you open your eyes, begin to thank God. As soon as you begin to declare your day and you begin to walk in authority, that's you cultivating your relationship with God on a regular basis, on a regular basis. Point number six. Learn to develop the habit of seeking God's directions in your life. Learn to develop the habit of seeking God's directions in your life. Let me say it again. Learn to develop the habit of seeking God's direction in your life. That includes your career. That includes relationships. That includes uh, 
how you're going to serve others. Because sometimes God ain't called y'all to do that. Y'all always want to try to save people all the time. You want to run and do this. You want to run and do this here. Maybe God don't want you to try to run and save them. Maybe God wants them to go through that stuff so that they can depend on him and not you. And not thinking that you, God, every time something happens, you're supposed to stop, drop, and roll like you're on fire. You're supposed to run and get them all the time. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. See, sometimes we are hindering people by causing ourselves helping them. If God ain't told you to help them, step back. Maybe you just need to plant a word in them, plant a seed, and let God give increase. That's it. You don't need a whole lot. See, some of y'all, y'all want to plant the seed, y'all want to water the seed, and y'all want to try to cultivate the seed and give increase. It's not your job. That's not your assignment. It is not your assignment to do all of those things. It is not. You do what God called you to do. Nothing more, nothing less. Because when God is in it, you can't help but to win it. When God is in it, you can't help but to win it. The title again today was Only Be Used by God, Not People. Only be used by God, not people. Anchor, thank you so much for joining. See you next week, same time, same place. Be blessed, but never stress. Dr. Nichols signing off.